everyone, and welcome to our second podcast. I'm Amber, the co-founder of Science Humanitarian, and I'm joined today by our fellow co-founder, Alan, our Vice President of Communications, Olivia, our Vice President of Educational Outreach, Celine, and club member, Helen. We're a science-led, we're, sorry, we're a student-led international nonprofit based in New York, focused on embracing diversity, accessibility, and inclusion through science. And we're sponsored by State of the Pod from Cornell University. For those of you who are just joining us today, make sure to check out our previous podcast on our mission and a brief discussion on the rising crisis of monkeypox. Today, however, we will be talking about science misinformation in our society. As we become more and more technologically versed, misinformation has only become increasingly problematic. It surrounds us on almost every platform from Facebook to Instagram to Snapchat. I myself am shocked by the extent of misinformation I encounter every day as I am on these platforms. It poses a risk to international peace, endangers our environment, and threatens our public health. It is extremely concerning as a community to know that something preventable can have such a detrimental effect on our world. Misinformation is commonly understood as information with no veritable facts or evidence. According to a law, according, sorry, according to the Information Society Project done at Yale Law School, 85% of American adults get their information from online sources, allowing for misinformation to spread more rapidly than ever before. Misinformation often spreads even quicker due to the emotional reaction that it triggers. When fake news is hyper-sensationalized, more people feel inclined to interact with it, which causes the fake news to potentially be prioritized on someone else's feed, worsening the spread of fake news. In fact, studies show that misinformation is 70% more likely to be retweeted online than credible information. Science misinformation specifically can lead to especially harmful outcomes as it directly affects our health and environment. For example, COVID-19 vaccine hesitancy is a worldwide problem worsened by misinformation and conspiracy theories about the disease and the vaccines. These conspiracies often present information that is not scientifically proven while also denying or downplaying certain facts that are scientifically proven. Examples of conspiracies surrounding the COVID-19 vaccine include that the COVID-19 vaccine affects women's fertility and that the COVID-19 vaccine contains microchips. Misinformation has also endangered our population and contributed to the spread of COVID-19 through the misinformation about masks. On Facebook, claims about face masks range from hypoxia to immune system damage. Further claims have even been made by news sources like the UK Daily News, which falsely reported that smoking reduces the risk of COVID-19. Although these statements may seem obviously fake to most people, some naive individuals may fall for these false claims and thus put their lives and the lives around them at risk. It is especially dangerous when the facts are passable, as facts are often not checked. A study by Gottfried 2020 observes, observes that only 28% of Americans are comfortable with fact-checking COVID-19 information that they come across in their everyday lives, meaning that the majority of people tend to absorb what they hear without questioning it too much. Furthermore, as a result of misinformation during the pandemic, other facets of our economy and nation have been affected. 
Online claims of a national lockdown led people to overconsume goods, leading to supply shortages across the nation of goods like toilet paper. This also led to the worsening of consumer situations for the poor because of inflation and the cost of necessary daily items. Expanding internationally, several foreign countries like China, India, and Pakistan have experienced similar shortages due to the phenomenon of panic buying, invigorated by misinformation. In 2020, the National Economic Council assured the U.S. public that the epidemic had already been contained, while the CDC told the public to brace themselves for worsening conditions. Falsehood fire hoses such as this are meant to push contradictory statements to deceive, confuse, and agitate the public. Blunders like this contributed to a growing sense of bewilderment and distrust toward the public health community. Oftentimes, papers that contain misinformation are widely circulated online and not retracted soon enough to discredit the research. Social media and top news outlets responsible for the majority of news covering science topics are therefore more prone to talk about papers that end up being retracted, usually without knowing that they have been retracted. Along with those sources of misinformation, there are people who then believe this misinformation and go on to share it with people through social media. This increases the amount of misinformation around us, thus increasing our chances of encountering misinformation. This also causes the average reliability of people's statements to go down, which then makes it harder to obtain justified testimonial beliefs. This issue of misinformation has severely affected our country and the world in light of the COVID-19 epidemic. But what can we do to fight this misinformation? When even reputable news outlets sometimes spread misinformation, it is more important than ever to figure out what is and is not reliable to fully protect ourselves. To start at the root of the problem, Emilio Ferrara, a research professor at USC, advises that before sharing something on Twitter or Facebook, it's crucial to assess the provenance, credibility, and authority of the source of that news or information, which could be one way to prevent the unintentional spread of misinformation. It is also important to fact check the news sources that you read by cross-referencing several different news sources from different outlets. When possible, primary sources such as research articles published in scientific journals are of highest reliability. When used with caution, secondary and even tertiary sources can be used to inform oneself. However, it is especially important to fact check tertiary sources. By hosting this podcast, we hope you all have learned a little bit more about science misinformation and how it has affected us in relation to the COVID-19 pandemic. Even so, misinformation surrounds us on the daily, pertaining to current events like monkeypox, Supreme Court decisions, and environmental issues. Please remember to stay cautious and stay properly informed before sharing anything so that we can continue to gradually improve this issue. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next episode.